Welcome to the Annie Jennings PR author and expert podcast series. My name is Stacey Amaral Kaufman. I'm the radio director for Annie's Big City number one national radio campaign that includes a performance guarantee and unlimited media training. Annie Jennings also offers her famous performance publicity program with no monthly retainers for influential online media outlets and television across the country. If you want high-powered publicity for yourself, please contact AnnieJenningsPR.com. And today's podcast guest is Anthony Valerio, a professional author and book editor. He has published 10 books of fiction as well as nonfiction, also an audiobook, and three screenplays. He has taught writing at New York University, the City University of New York, and Wesleyan University. Anthony also offers online writing workshops at Udemy.com. So, welcome, Anthony. Thank you very much, Stacey. It's a pleasure to be here. And I also want to thank Andy Jennings for the opportunity. You know, it's a great service now during this period. And I know this is timeless, but, you know, it happens to be uh, very difficult and I'm sure appreciated by, you know, not only writers, at least speaking for myself, but also readers and listeners. Well, thank you so much, Anthony. And why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you came to be a professional author and book editor? It's it's very difficult to say how you became you know became a writer. I could you know I'm asked that sometimes, and uh, you know it's 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 really mystery and it's really magical. And I, sometimes I feel I should leave it that way. But as a very young person, I was punished a lot when I was a kid. And one of the things that happened was I observed. And so I listened more than I spoke, you know, and I think I observed and listened, which may have contributed to becoming a writer. And so uh, that's what happened. I was very lucky in my editors over the years. I'm talking about a, a pretty long career. My first editor was George Clinton at the Paris Review and then Cork Smith at Harcourt Brace. And I worked with these editors over the years, so I've been very fortunate in that regard. All the books, are, like you said, which I appreciate, are available on Amazon.com, Anthony Valerio, and also on my website, AnthonyValerio.com. Also fortunate in that my stories, short stories, have been anthologized in books by Random House, William Morrow, and um, the Viking Press. So, so that's been all good. The editing part is interesting. A professional book editor means that I early on, I worked in a publishing house. I was a staff editor at McGraw-Hill and then worked freelance as I was writing my own material and was fortunate to edit great writers like Tony K. Bambara and Shel Silverstein, the great children's book writer, who was a friend of mine. And uh, we collaborated. And in fact, I'm in... I'm in um, the process of writing a uh, a short a short biography of the time we spent together, Shell and myself. So that's kind of a nutshell of uh, the work that I've done and where it's available. Well, and let's talk about your most recent book that you've written about Dr. Inez Semmelweis, who lived and worked more than 150 years ago. How did you start writing about this doctor? Each book of mine, including the Semmelweis biographies, arises, the genesis of it is, is, is personal. That book is about a pandemic that occurred in the 1840s, childbed fever, which I wrote three years before the present pandemic. So that was, so that some said, 
somewhat clairvoyant, but the point is, I didn't know it was coincidental what happened later. In that case, it was Kurt Vonnegut, who I worked with in the early 90s. He, you know, we were at a, um, a conference in, in uh, Sicily, actually. And he asked me for a book on Semmelweis that I had. And then I said, of course, I'll give it to you. And then what happened with him, you know, he fell, it is, you know, and then he passed away. And then I wondered, what was a great science fiction writer like Kurt Vonnegut interested in a doctor who really, whose work was at the level of life and death? And so I was curious and I began doing all the research on Semmelweis and then I reserved a year to write it. And that's how that came about. And I'm also glad in a sense, one, well, glad that I didn't profit by what was going on now as if profit is, not, is a bad thing. But, you know, I wrote it and which proved to me that Samuel Weiss's life and his importance carried down from the 1840s to a few years ago. In brief, Samuel Weiss discovered the causes and means of prevention of childbed fever. Childbed fever was a virus which was as virulent as the COVID-19 now. Pregnant women going to Lyman clinics in Europe were dying up to 30% because of childbed fever and infection. This is the time before the compound microscope and before, and before Louis Pasteur. Semmelweisen was in position as an assistant just to observe. He observed medical students going from, from autopsy down to the Lyman clinics without washing their hands, for example. So I wrote the whole story, the whole process of how he set up his hand washings, what happened to him, which was was really tragic. And I think attracted writers and great thinkers like Veronica in that Semmelweis was persecuted. He was really persecuted. Very few students and colleagues followed his prescription of washing their hands with a solution of chlorine. So that's what I did a few years ago, and that's what I've been talking about, at least as a current project. And obviously, I mean, with what we're going through, this current pandemic, um, you would think that his story could be a cautionary tale, right? You know, you know, here's what I have to say to that. I'm not a scientist or a doctor, but here's... here's yeah, I mean, if you really look at Semmelweis's life closely, I hope, for example, that the scientists and the, you know, the healthcare workers who are doing the most important work now are listened to, are not ignored, and, and ignored, and you know, worse, even persecuted, threatened, and so forth. So, in that sense, in that sense, it is cautionary. Uh, Semmelweis's life, it is, it is. I didn't write it that way. You know, I think a writer writes from the inside. You know, I didn't say, you know, well, what, what can I, what, how useful can this be if I write it? It just emerged that way. And so I think in that sense, it's legitimate. It legitimizes his work and his life. And speaking of getting out there and maybe your life's work or somebody who's listening, their life's work, you know, People are out there, they, they want to write. They just don't know how to do it. They don't know what to do. Do they just sit down and start writing? They've got writer's block. They've got questions. How do they get published? You know, all of these things. Do you have some advice, uh, any tips for new writers out there? Yes, I do. I really appreciate that. And this is one, one area that I really care about. I don't, 
sometimes I really don't know why, but I just, you know, follow through and act on it that way. You mentioned early on a, a uh, video on writing, a two and a half hour video, and I'm not promoting that now. I just want to say a few words about it. It's on udemy.com, U-D-E-M-Y.com, and Anthony Valerio, and from concept to sales. And I was asked to do that a few years ago, and I found that, and the, the production crew came here, and it was really an excellent production, by the way. It's a video, two and a half hour video, animated, well produced. And the link, the link to it is on my website uh, under the events column, by the way. It's Udemy, U-D-E-M-Y. Anyway, in there, I found myself um, speaking about the writer's life, how one book leads to another, tips about the mechanics of writing, the tools one uses. And I think and I th- it has been successful. You can see the testimonials have really been great. I think, they, I think now it's ongoing. So I think now there are 80 students from all country, you know, countries around the world. And I found that was useless. And the reason, the reason I can say that is it was based on decades of experience as a book editor and as a practicing writer and also caring you know, about young writers and young people following this very difficult pursuit. I remember, you know, when I, I was, I've been fortunate also to, you know, be invited to teach at um, City University of New York, New York University and Wesleyan University. At City University, I remember the dean asking me when he was speaking to me, you know, how I felt. I said, you know, I feel great compassion for young writers because it's such a difficult trade. It's a difficult pursuit. And so I just acted on that and just sharing and giving back all that I learned from great editors working as a a book editor early on, because at that time, we're talking about now, I'm talking about the late 1960s. There were no writing programs, writing schools. There was the Iowa Writing School, maybe. And so the only job you can get was in publishing. And I was fortunate to you know, get a job in a publishing company and learn copy editing, proofreading. And, and I'm suggesting that writers also learn that because you can't learn enough about the mechanics, the words, the fonts that contribute also to becoming a good writer. Stacey, anyone interested, there's a contact number there. Any questions, I'll glad, you know, gladly respond and, uh, you know, to keep it, you know, keep it active and keep it real. It's, it's, it is a contact um, function on that website just to say and also to thank you and thanks to Andy Jenny for the opportunity to be here today. Absolutely. And we'll spell that website for everyone. Anthony Valerio, V A L E R I O. Anthony Valerio.com. Thanks Anthony. I appreciate it. Okay. Thanks a lot. See you soon. Okay. And thank you all for listening to this podcast. Brought to you by AnnieJenningsPR.com. Visit AnnieJenningsPR.com to learn how you, too, can enjoy high-powered, no-retainer publicity to build an influential brand and achieve your goals and dreams. Till next time.